Howdy and welcome to the Confidence Through Health podcast. I'm Jerry Snyder. As an elite level athlete, owner of All In Health and Wellness, and author of the book Confidence Through Health, my goal is to help you achieve your goals and dreams using health as the conduit to get there. So I want to take a second to thank our sponsor for this episode, American Sports and Fitness Association. They are the place to go for your personal trainer and fitness certifications. They have a wide range of certifications, everything from personal trainer to golf fitness instructor to water aerobics to nutrition and sports nutrition. Uh, If you've been thinking about going into uh, sports and fitness instructor uh, arena, I highly suggest you check out the American Sports and Fitness Association. There's a link on on my website, confidencethroughhealth.com. Go there to look at other episodes of the website, but also check out uh, their information. Uh, It'll link to their website, and you can check out more information about how to get certified as a sports and fitness instructor. Howdy, and welcome back to the Confidence Through Health podcast. This is episode 129, and my guest today is Amy Flanagan. She is, as she puts it, just a regular old person who figured out uh, how to take care of her health and how to be in tune with her body. And so this conversation, we talk a lot about uh, the little steps to take. We talk about balance and what's needed and that it's more than just, uh, you know, the food that you put in your body. There's a lot of different areas that you need to look at. Um, She talks a lot about chemicals. She is uh, passionate about making sure that the chemicals in the foods that you're eating are not uh, getting into your body and how to avoid those. Um, and I found it just to be a, 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 just a great conversation. And I think you're going to learn some tips on uh, places to start if you're struggling with uh, your health at the moment. Um, but I think it's also just a great reminder for those of us that are already on our journey of some of the other things that we need to add in and make sure that we're doing on a regular basis that will help us reach uh, even greater amounts of overall health, not just with our physical body, but overall in our entire life and lifestyle. All right. So welcome, Amy, to the Confidence Through Health podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for being (laughs) a a guest. And so I wanted to first let you have a chance to tell everybody like why you got into the health world. What was it about it that that sparked uh, the passion in you to help uh, the people that you help? Okay. Perfect. So just to introduce myself, my name is Amy Flanagan. And um, I want to let you know that number one, I am just a real person. So the information that I share today, I, I have no medical training or background or anything like that. It's just, it's been my own research and really deep diving and kind of taking a look at maybe the things that we haven't been exposed to taught and have tried to layer in some new applications in my own life that I'm, I've been feeling such success with. And so what I've been learning and getting excited about is to help others learn how to have total body balance. And my feels and approach um, is that some of these tips and techniques are actually easier than we think. When we think of the word health, and how do we improve our health? I think we always naturally think two words, maybe three. 
We immediately think the gym. We immediately think salads and we think water. <laughs> really? Right. I mean, when you, yeah. if you were to like a simple mind, like, okay, right. what is it that I need to do? It's those three things. Right. No, it's funny and because what, I, I, I met with a, uh, a person who decided to come on as a client uh, for nutrition counseling. And uh-huh. when you said that in the conversation, she said, you know, it's okay. I like salads. And I was like, <laughs> This is, it's so much more than that. It's so much more than that, but it's actually even simpler than that Yeah. from what I have learned for myself. And I, I brought these on because I have a background, a very interesting medical start. Yeah. When I was three years old, I had, it was diagnosed that I had this very rare inflammatory disease called dermatomyositis and the doctors hadn't seen it before. And I had all these specialists doing all these tests and whatnot. I had to wear these casts to school oh, wow. um, to, to correct my, my heel. When I walked, I would walk on my tiptoes mm-hmm. and I couldn't even like open a doorknob or anything like that. I had zero muscle strength. So oh, wow. that began, that was my foundation of health and mm-hmm. actually thinking that I couldn't do things that other people could do. So to fast forward, I have just been, I'm a normal American just living. Uh, There were things that I knew from the training that we should try to steer clear from. Um, But I was just a normal woman living and eating the salads and and doing the things. I was drinking wine kind of on a nightly basis. I was just a real person. Well, in 2019, I had put on 25 pounds out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and my lifestyle was the same, but what was different was the key components to being human. Like my, our foundation, you know, some of the things like home, our relationships Mm -hmm. and our financial health, all of that was out of balance for me. And I know that that was why I gained the weight. So I started to research and learn a bit more about stress and a bit more about how to be feel balanced and to raise my own vibration. Right. And so through that process, this is why I'm so passionate about it. I really did learn about all of the toxins and the chemicals that are in our food, our mm-hmm. water, just kind of in our environment. And so little by little, I started to learn how to subtract some of those and replace them with natural foods from the earth. I really started to research how did people a hundred years ago live? What did they do? Because, because Jerry, it's so evident to me that when I look at the 1950s and the obesity rate and the diseases and issues, the obesity rate itself was 7%. Right. Well, now it's almost 50%. So I started to say why, and I started to kind of dive in so that's been my evolution, but what's been so cool as I've replaced chemicals, alcohol, that's a personal choice of mine. Right. I'm not saying that everybody has to not drink alcohol. It was amazing what was happening with my brain. And, yeah. and I actually posted yesterday a photo of me from 2019, 2021 to today. My body has been chiseling down to who Amy Flanagan is supposed to be who she always was. Yeah. So, and, and to me, I feel like it, when I hear the word balance, it's mind, body, and spirit. I also adapted, um, nightly meditation, right? Because again, focusing on the brain, our brain tells the whole rest of the body 
what's going down right, and our right. thoughts, and what we think of ourselves. So it's kind of just been a whole process. Yeah. But what's been neat is that every month, because I feel so great, these new thoughts and ideas and people keep coming into my path that are enriching the experience. I'm just layering right. on another piece. I'm trying to ignore what we've been taught. Right. Because there are, there is some factual elements in that stuff, but there we've also been marketed in such a way that I think a lot of people don't realize why their brain is fogged. Mm -hmm. And that's the giant step one that I have found. Yeah. So, so one of the things, so when you're talking about balance and I know there's, I, I know there's people listening or watching that are like, Oh my gosh, she just described me as far as like, what you were going through when you were, you know, everything's out of whack and you're gaining weight unexplicably. And it's like, and you're so frustrated. And and of course the frustration doesn't help because it just adds to the stress and everything. And so, you know, to find that balance, how do you start? (laughs) That's such a hard one. I know. I know. I, because people, I think, It's so funny when I share my story and some of my thoughts publicly, everybody wants to know, well, what's the recipe? What is your recipes? What are you eating? Can I see your, your food choices and whatnot? I really, when I dig deep, when I think about where I began, I, I immediately started to replace regular food with organic. Right. I also learned that the corn and soy in America is all 94% genetically modified. Right. So when I started to look at packages, I've been teaching people, we have to look at the ingredients because the combination of elements like that with artificial ingredients, that then creates discomfort and issues with our gut. Our gut isn't even absorbing the nutrients yep. that it needs. I tell people, I describe the gut like a garbage can. These chemicals line the garbage can. And so, and our body doesn't know how to digest them or what to do right. with it. So our body will first blow gas, all the discomfort, but then it starts to pack it on the weight, yeah. you know, because yeah. it doesn't know what to do with that. Right. And then what happens next is that that impacts our brain. And that's why our brain is kind of in a fog. So step one is looking at packages and really, I know some, some people feel like, oh, we shouldn't, you know, eliminate things. Or if that isn't a place that you've tried, try it. Right. I tell people, if you don't recognize that ingredient, you can't say it, you can't, (laughs) you know what I mean? More than likely it is something artificial and your body is not going to be able to digest it. And so what I have found is by, by eliminating some of these things, it has literally lifted the weight. Right. If that, that's the the stress is different Yeah. because yeah. I mean, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, one of the things about the labels is if one is if you can't read it, understand it or pronounce it, then yeah, it's either a chemical that's been created, you know, artificially that, or it's, the chemical name for something that they don't want you to know is in there because you yeah. already know it's not good for you, like processed sugar, yeah. you know, or processed corn. Yeah. It, my, my daughter's allergic to corn. We found that out pretty early on in her life. And so everybody was like, Oh my gosh, how do you, well, yeah, corn is in everything, everything, everything that's processed. 
It won't say corn. No, but it'll say, you know, all these different variations of like dextrose. Okay. What's dextrose? Well, dextrose is sugar that comes from corn syrup. It's high fructose corn syrup that comes from corn. That's GMO. And so you're like, Oh, you know, if you just look at it and you go, Oh, I don't know. That must be good for me. It's some strange long name. Like, no, it's, you know, and so what I always tell people when they're like struggling with labels and they're like, Oh my gosh, but I, you have to read the label and you have to, it takes a lot of extra time and all that. I'm like, okay, well, when you look at it, if you can't tell that those ingredients are specifically straight from a plant, then like, if it doesn't say, you know, and, and I'm just throwing out terms, but if it doesn't say like peanuts, bananas, yeah, mangoes, and that's it, then you shouldn't be buying it. And that yeah. can be your like, you know, and so then it, yeah, it does. It makes it go, okay, well, and it, that's, there's still some stuff that can be in there that's that maybe is not good for you, even if you're going yeah. off of that type of, but it's the baby step to like, okay, like you said, get rid of all the toxic stuff first. Yeah. So even if it's processed, but it's still processed from a standpoint of it's, it's, it's all whole foods that are into a granola bar. Right. Mm-hmm. And the ingredients, they don't have anything chemical in it. They don't have any, like still probably not like a plus perfect. Mm-mm but it's an A versus the F you've been giving yourself with the processed foods. And I've been really kind of, you know, as I'm eating now, my food has become a lot more basic and I'm somebody that loves to cook. And I think that's something else that's been kind of, I don't, you know, not forced upon, but suggested that our foods need to be cooked in these fabulous ways and Mm -hmm. all the, you know what I mean? All these complex, I have found that as I eat more simple and basic, it actually takes stress away from the planning and the thinking about how I'm going to prepare this meal and my body's just getting the nutrients that it needs. And it's something that a person will feel if they decide to take on this mission, the way that I have, and they gradually start taking a look at everything. I've even replaced my spices to organic, mm-hmm. because if you think about it, the spices we're we're sprinkling that stuff on everything, oh, and yeah. so every little thing does count and matter. Mm-hmm. And I just know what I felt after. So I first began with the organic foods and of trying to avoid processed, anything I didn't recognize, I would just say, nope, that's not going in the tank. And then what was amazing after about 60 days, I was feeling so good. All of a sudden I naturally wanted to stop drinking. This is what was so weird to me, Jerry, because if you would have told me five years ago that I wouldn't be drinking wine Mm -hmm. at night, I would have laughed. Yeah. So it was like, I'm almost what's happening with me, like the elevation I'm realizing what my own natural instincts are. Yeah. It's just kind of unfolding and it's, it's very empowering. Right. Even the thoughts that I'm having today, I feel very connected with God. Mm -hmm. I feel like he is walking me through the next step. It's almost like at a girl, you got it. Yep. So, and then I just feel compelled to share with people again, because I'm a real person that is experiencing such a shift. Right. Well, and that's, I mean, that's, that's why I wanted to have you on is because you've got not just the, you know, the, the knowledge because you've done the research on it, 
but you know, what I pride my, or I try to do myself is I don't tell anybody to do something if I haven't tried it on myself first. Right. right. Like, yeah, I'm not going to go tell you to do this, you know, this diet, this crazy thing, or this, you know, take this supplement or take this, whatever. If I haven't done it myself to say like, this is how it should make you feel. Right. Or, you know, Hey, you might have this side effect, but it actually turns out to be okay. In the end, like, you know, you need to know, I could tell you exactly how everything's going to work if I'm going to tell you how to do it. And so I love that about your approach because you're, you're experiencing it and then going, Oh my gosh. Okay. Research it, figure it out. This is why this is happening. Um, you know, in, in the alcohol thing, that's a, that's a legitimate (laughs) true. If you are truly feeding your gut properly, you know, and, and your gut's healed because it's getting the right nutrients and your absorption rate is high. Um, then you really don't want that. Like it, your body doesn't want it. Um, you don't even crave it. Yeah, you I, don't. It has I, stopped, been so I stopped drinking. Um, I stopped drinking three and a half or four years ago. Oh, good um, job. And, and we were wine club members, like at three different wineries. Yeah, like, same. you yeah. know, it was like, it was the fun, like, let's go And it. It wasn't alcoholic by that, but it was, you know, anytime we had a, a get together with family or, you know, whatever it's like, or probably three or four nights a week, you know, yeah. just a, a glass of wine or, um, or some whiskey or something. Uh, yes. and so it was definitely a part of the lifestyle, but as I, as I honed in on myself, because I knew that this is what God wanted me to do as far as teaching people and yeah. helping people with their health. When I honed it on myself, it was like, yeah, it was the same type of thing. It was like, I, I don't need that. I don't yeah. want that. And now it's like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I often wonder like how, how much farther could I be along my, in my life if I hadn't yes. have done that, um, you know, and not from a, like putting myself down or any of that kind of stuff, but just like, you know, Hey, I wonder what would have happened. Um, yeah. It's all lessons that earlier, of learning you know? though. It all yeah. served a purpose. And I think the reason folks like you and I like to talk so much about this is I call myself, I have been the human experiment. I have experimented on myself and this is why I feel so compelled and it just oozes out of me because I, I literally get excited feeling like I figured it out, you know, (laughs) right? it's almost like the hidden secret. I figured it out, you guys. And yep. it could, it actually is more simple than one could think. But uh, again, our environment and our world have, has made it very challenging for mm-hmm. us. I, I don't, you know, there's so many of my friends that eat well and they can't lose the weight. And I know why now Yeah, I know that those chemicals create a barrier that makes it difficult. Right. And so whether that's part of a bigger agenda or that's just how things are in life, I don't know. But if people can, you will feel so empowered and feel Mm -hmm. so, because now I almost feel like Jerry, if I want to have a glass of wine, I can, it does not control me. Right. So, you know what I mean? That bag of Cheez-Its doesn't control me any longer. I just choose it. I I don't feel like I even crave it, but if I have though, I, so I, I have tried to avoid a lot of these things. And a while back I decided to open up a bag of chips. 
Yeah. And you know what was so weird? They did not even taste the same anymore. Oh, my, no. my, my mm-hmm. mouth could taste the chemicals. I yep. can taste it. Yep. I just feel very in tune now. Yeah. Well, you know? and like from a, you know, from a physiology, physiological standpoint, your garbage can example is exactly what's happening, especially with your taste buds. And yeah. I tell people this all the time that like, I could, I can teach you and give you a meal plan. That'll be a hundred percent healthy start tomorrow. Let's go. And you're going to, your body's going to revolt Yeah, because it's so chemically laden and yeah. you know, nothing's going to taste good because those chemicals have, have covered everything. Yes. And so you, it doesn't, it, it's not that it doesn't taste good. It's that you can't taste like you can't physically taste properly. And so it's, it's all about, um, and like you said, whether it's an agenda or whether it's just the way that things have, have the, the marketing of the companies that are making these things have just figured out that like, Oh, if we do this, they're going to keep coming back and they're not going to know any different. And they're going to, it's not necessarily a true addiction, but it's, it's borderline on some things that try to make it it so much that it's just like, you, you know, you can't drive by without, Oh, I got to pull into that one. Cause that smells good. Yeah. Um, you know, and now if people laugh at me, but I'm like, no, I, I, there are certain fast food restaurants that I drive by and I, I, sm- I smell it. My stomach starts to turn and I'm like, I got to get away or I'm gonna throw up. Yeah. Yes. Like, Cause my body's like, I can't have those chemicals near me. Like they can smell yep. it just in the smoke of them cooking the food. Well, and I think that's why our bodies have the reaction to those things as they do, you know, now because your body's removed of it, it's revolting it. I think for folks that are still consuming it, our body tells us how it feels about it. This is why we have diarrhea. This is why Mm -hmm. we have bloat. This is why we can't sleep tonight. Our body speaks very loud. It will even, I know, I remember back when I was just eating the foods that I was eating, my, my stomach used to always talk a lot, very loud. I have none of that. So when your body is speaking, you'll start to, it just kind of empowers you. Like you'll kind of go, okay, that's it. Whether Mm -hmm. I have friends that write stuff down, like how did I eat after I ate this versus this? Maybe that's something that could help for someone to learn. Like, okay, my body is telling me, but if someone will allow themselves, you know, I like, I know that people like to put themselves on a challenge. So let's just call it a challenge, like a 30 day challenge. And you say, this is the types of things that I'm going to work on avoiding. And I'm, instead of saying I'm eliminating, I'm just going to replace. Right. If I was, you know, using um, canola oil, I'm going to replace it with organic olive oil. I'm going to just kind of substitute because, and gradually it just becomes a way of life because you will feel so good. Yeah. And it's not an overnight thing. I've been walking through this for two and a half years. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, my big step one was first, let's replace with organic. And what is so crazy, Jerry, too, I now realize, so I'm hardly ever hungry anymore. That's also something fascinating. Mm -hmm. So my body has naturally gone into like an intermittent fasting phase on its own, not by me saying, oh, I'm going to try the next diet plan. It just, I just noticed that now I don't wake up hungry. 
because our bodies do need a long time to digest. Oh yeah. It, it needs way less than we're giving it. But again, those, our body gets addicted to the sugar, the chemicals. And it, I talked about addiction for an hour with a group yesterday, because again, I had a wine addiction and, um, but many people have all sorts of addiction. And Mm -hmm. I feel like the root is because our body is addicted to the chemicals and it can't, it can't see beyond that. And so it right. just puts us in a cycle. Yep. So if anyone, if I, if somebody said, what's your big step one, that would be it. Yeah. And then you just keep layering upon it. Right. Well, and I think adding in, you know, away from the food piece of it, but when you do that, the other piece that you have to add in, which I think, you know, you talked about and you've done is, is the, is the, um, the mental side, the spiritual side, the, like yes. that component, because if you're not in balance there, you can do all this stuff, but your body's going to be talking to you and telling you and like, and if you're not strong enough on the other side and taking the time to, okay, this is what I'm doing. It's here's the long-term plan. This is why I'm doing this because like you said, it's not going to happen overnight. And, and depending on how bad your gut is and how bad your body is with chemicals, you're going to go down before you come back up to being yes. feeling good. Right. Like you're going to have, yeah. and, and I tell people like, okay, you're, <laughs> you're not going to feel so good. It's, it's not the good food that's causing you that. Yeah. The bad food that you've got stored and the stuff that's in there, the chemicals and all that, that you've eaten for years that your body now is saying, Oh, I can get rid of that stuff. Well, it's got to go through your body. It's got to go through the system to get out. It does. It's going to make you feel horrible before you feel better. This is very true. And that's where for me, you know, in the first month when I started to do some of this replacement stuff, I also added in meditation, a suggestion mm-hmm. from a friend of mine, because you're so right. You, a person has to be able to vision the end game right. without doubt and to be able to believe that that is possible for them. Right. And so I didn't have the strength in my day-to-day life to have those thoughts. I know that we all know that, you know, positive thoughts bring positive things and actions, but sometimes we're so distracted. We live in such a loud world that during the day, it's hard to break through some of that negative self-talk. So for me, I gave myself that 30 minute period at the end of the night to listen to all these positive affirmations that Mm -hmm. were being spoken to me, vision. So if someone, if health is the goal, vision that this is what your end game looks like and see yourself living that way and in that body. What's fascinating is after that 30 minute YouTube meditation is complete, I go to bed and what I've learned through research is our our body rests, Mm -hmm. our brain continues to create the vision that you speak and say to yourself. Yep. So put yourself at peace at night and let your, because we have no control over our brain while we sleep. That's right. kind of frightening for some, yeah. because <laughs> what is it concocting while we're sleeping? Right. So this puts my brain into a positive, loving Amy space. Yep. I'm visioning what it is that I, not that I wish, but what I see. Yep. This is the end game. And so then my brain, calculates the whole thing as I, as I'm laying in bed. So that's yeah. been a big one for me too. Yeah, no, yeah. it is. It's, it's very true that like, you know, the last thing you think about before you actually fall asleep is like what your brain is going to like, just meander on and just, just filter. And it's going to be like, you wake up and you go, 
and you're either stressed or you're not based on what you were thinking before you went to sleep. Exactly. And that's not the way, you know, you shouldn't be stressed when you wake up, like, no. you, you know, unless you're, you know, woken by the fire alarm or something like you, you should not yeah. be stressed when you wake up. Um, you know, it should be a time of total recovery. And, yes. yeah. um, and I think that that meditation piece that, um, you know, the grounding, the, yeah. you know, whatever, you know, I tell a lot of people that like, why do you think that you, when you go to the beach and you put your feet in the sand, all of a sudden you just go, oh, yes, it's because you're grounding your feet in the, yes. your feet have a, a huge vibration with the, with the, with the earth. And you have yes. a lot of communication through your feet. Um, and so I'm a big proponent of being outside in your, in your grass in dirt barefoot, not necessarily all day or like, I mean, there's obviously some hygiene pieces to it. Um, yeah, <laughs> but you know, but being out there and connecting because that also helps. And, and so if you can do that in, you know, your meditation for 10 or 15 or 20 minutes or however long you have outside, yeah. then you're compounding all these little bitty steps. Yes. Right. And that, yes. then you're, you're going to find even bigger advancements in how you're reading your body and how you're connecting. Um, exactly. Cause like you said before, like the, that's the biggest piece of, of health. I think for most people is not understanding how to live a certain diet or understanding how to handle the chronic disease that they've got, or, uh, you know, it's, the, the biggest piece that people are missing is understanding how to read their body themselves. Yeah. And communicate yeah. with their body themselves. Yes. And to listen. Yes. Yeah. And I love that you spoke about grounding and meditation because depending on what a person believes in their belief system, whether mm -hmm. it is God, spirit, universe, everybody has their own belief and that is right. absolutely okay. The goal though, is to be connected to that belief because right. That God spirit universe is able to move freely through you and help you and guide you. Mm -hmm. And if so, if we're missing some of those elements where our brain isn't clear, we're not grounded, we're not connected. That's, and I think that that's a big piece that has is missing from not just our country, but our planet, yep. that connection yep. with that belief system. Yep. And so some of these things that we talked about today will help somebody oh, yeah. regain that again. Yep. Yeah. That's yep. been a game changer for me. I believe in God yep. and I just, I practically feel like I can speak to God. Right. <laughs> I feel like I'm being downloaded the next good thing and the next action to take. Right. And I would love people to feel that feeling. Yeah. No, I believe the same thing. And, and I, I, I definitely know now where I am now versus when I was back working in the corporate world, not really worried about my health because it was just go up the ladder, move up the ladder, do this. And, you know, when I, when I came back to this, which was actually working with people in their health was an idea that, I, that God gave me right out of college. And I was steered away from it by other people. Cause they were like, yeah, oh, you can't do that. That's not going to work. That's not that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, of course, the internet was like an infancy and I was like, Oh, I can do this on the internet. And they were like, that's not a thing. You can't do that. And now I'm like, Oh my gosh, if I had done that 20 years ago, curve. but, but it's, it's understanding and hearing, and you can do that so much better and so much easier when you're in tune with your body. Um, yeah. Because 
because it is, it, you don't have the brain fog. You don't have, you can, so you can, you can see things clearly. Um, and not just necessarily the vision for the future, but what's happening right now. Yeah. You can see things more clearly. And so your decision-making becomes better. Yes. You know? And then that just adds in every aspect, you know, in yeah. relationships and finances and health and every aspect, if you're making decisions better, you're obviously going to have a better life. Exactly. Well, and I have a question for you that made me think of something. So you had that instinct when you were younger to go Mm -hmm. into health. And so you've been on your own journey and were an athlete. So what, what have you learned differently from then this young athlete who versus now, has there been any change or has it been the same understanding the whole, the whole way, because maybe your timing is now, right. You know, Right. Um, no, I mean, as an athlete in college, it was, I, I was, I, my degrees in exercise physiology. So I've got some nutrition background. I've got obviously physiology side of it. So I understand all of that, um, from a, from a book learning standpoint, right. I understand all of that. Um, and, and it came really natural to me and really easy to me. Uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't hugely something I put into practice in, at college in high school. I did because it was like, the goal was to get to college. Yeah. Get the athletic scholarship to college. And so in high school, there's no sodas. You know, I didn't drink until I was in college. Like all of those things that it was like, oh my gosh, this is super important. Got to get to college. And then it was like, okay, I mean, the chances of me actually making it as a professional are pretty slim. And so it was like, okay, relax a little bit. Um, and if I, if I knew then what I know now about the nutrition and the way it impacts your recovery as an yeah. athlete, um, <clears throat> then I have no doubt in my mind, I would have made it as a professional. Yeah. If I would have known then what I know now about um, how to take care of not the muscles, it's not the, you know, it's not in, in, in a lot of athletes think it's, you know, it's just, I just got to take care of my muscles because that's what, no, it's, 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 it's your gut and it's, it's how to get the right stuff into your muscles so that you can recover it's yeah. how to rest properly. Like we were talking about how to ground, how to get the stress out, how to be balanced. So when you go to the line, you're not thinking all these other things and frustrating and all that you can just be clearly focused on. This is what I want to accomplish. And this is how, how I get there. Yeah. Um, and so as a, you know, and, and so now it's like, people look at me and they're like, oh my gosh, you're nuts. As a 47 year old <laughs> who's got a torn up knee, I've had two um, collapsed lungs. And wow. so my, one of my lungs is glued to my rib cage because it's, that's the only way that they're like, if it, if it collapses again, it won't completely fall apart. Wow. Um, and so like, and, and I'm one of the top in the, in the nation, in my age group. Um, and I, it's 100% because of I'm plant-based. And so I recover super quickly. Yeah. Um, and I know all those little things to do to make sure that I recover quickly. Um, you know, I go on my run and then I come back and I'm it, for, for, for the first part, you know, I'm, I'm on my run and I'm outside. So I'm getting sunlight, I'm getting vitamin D, I'm getting exposure to nature. I try to go on um, off, you know, off the concrete into nature parks or whatever. Um, Cause I think that's a huge piece that people are yes. missing as we've become a concrete world. Um, and then when I get home, it's shoes off in in the summertime, it's in the pool. And then it's 
get my feet on the ground barefoot um, to relax a little bit uh, and, and stretch. And then, um, you know, if I have a nagging injury or something that, you know, it's like, okay, ice, meditate, read, do the things that's going to just lower the stress. And I, I realize that's like, okay, that's a lot of time in a day, right? Yeah. I get that. That's a lot of time in a day to dedicate to that. Um, but it's important. And so what did I cut out? Because like you said earlier, you know, like you, if you're going to take something out, you replace it with something. It's not that you're trying to yeah. squeeze something else in because we only have 24 hours. Yeah. So I still sleep eight <laughs> hours a night, every night. Um, so what did I cut out? I cut out my addiction to television. Yes. Yeah. I was, a big one. I was watching the television probably five to six hours a day. Yeah. You know, and it's like when you look at it and you go, how much can I accomplish? in my day if I'm not doing that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I still do what, I mean, my wife and I'll sit down at the end of the day, kids in bed and we'll watch 30 minutes of something, but that's pretty much the only 30 minutes I watch of television. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, you know, to go from five hours to 30 minutes, well, there's a big chunk of time where you can do stuff. Huge, huge. Um, and, and, and I that, call that too, that's more processed food. I call that the TV is more, (laughs) it it really is because it it puts thoughts and ideas and Mm -hmm. fear and stress in us that may have not been, we may have not even thought about these things. I call it like kind of the act of being still, stillery. I say now I go, I I practice stillery instead of going to the distillery (laughs) because it's amazing um, how peaceful and calm you you feel when you are quiet, right. just quiet, doing absolutely nothing. Yep. So you replace those five hours of, you know, overload processed with, you know, being out in nature, being quiet. Yep. I used to think that that was, you were boring if you do that. I do that for sometimes two, three hours a day, mm-hmm. being quiet and still sitting in the sun. Yep. So, yeah. Well, and that's, you know, and what it, what that has turned into for me is like, like I rarely listen to the radio in the car anymore. Yeah. It's just quiet. Yeah. And so my kids get in the car and I take them to school or pick them up or we go somewhere and it's just quiet. And they're like, they don't even think anything of it. Like, yeah. You know, they probably love it and don't realize they do. Right. And we talk, you know, so I mean, it's it's not just like Silence. silent, but there's not that hum in the background of something that's, going to tell you something and, and communicate with you and maybe a way that you don't want to be communicated to, or, you know, and if you, a lot of times we listen to these songs that if you actually just listen or read the lyrics, you're like, what am I I telling myself when I'm repeating this song over and over and over again? Yes. What am I telling my brain? And then I can't help but think, does somebody want me telling my brain this? Right. Like over and over. Like right. that, it's more food. I call it all food. It doesn't, food is not just what we put in our mouths. Yep. Even lotions that we rub on my body, our body doesn't know the difference. It's all yep. whatever we're absorbing. It's all food. Yep. Yep. So, um, yeah. And so it's, yeah, it's, it, you got to really, and, and granted that's part of the piece. That's, those are pieces of the puzzle that take time. Yes. Thank you. Know? you. Yeah. Those are yeah. pieces that like, don't go and try to do all this stuff all in like, <laughs> It's like, those are things that take time that you're going to start to realize. And one of the things I tell people when they come on with me from like a nutrition coaching standpoint, they're, you know, okay, when do I do the exercise? What, how do I do that? How do I, 
Well, if you haven't exercised in five years and you've been eating the standard American diet and, you know, which consists of, you know, fast food four to five times a week or more, like we're not going to exercise right now because yeah. that's too many steps. Yeah. Good. I love We're going to start the Good. exercise when you come to me and go, I started walking. Yes. I'm like, oh, you did. Yeah. Like it's strange. Like why yes. do you think that happened? Well, the reason it happened is because you started giving your body the right fuel. Yeah. And so it says, oh, let me go exercise. Let like, me do I feel something good. with this. I yeah. feel great. I feel like I should be doing something as opposed to sitting here in front of the television or yes. in front of the iPad or in front of the whatever it is that you're, you know, um, you're trying to numb yourself out of the world that we're in. Yes. Um, and, and I know I get a lot of people that are like, I mean, even my wife, cause she, she's got a new job now, but she, the job she had for 20 years, um, they had televisions up because it was an outpatient facility. And so people would come in, they'd have televisions up so they could just do their exercises and have something to keep them busy and watch, and, um, which is a whole nother crazy idea. But uh, <laughs> she'd come home and she's like, Oh, did you hear about this? I'm like, no. Oh, it was no. on the news. I'm like, no. I'm like, she goes, what do you think about it? I'm like, I don't Same. care. it doesn't affect me like until it comes down and affects me like "Mm." yeah you know and and there's very few things that you know are happening worldwide nationwide that truly affect me in my day-to-day life right uh does that say that i mean i don't have opinion on things no that doesn't mean i don't i mean yeah i have opinions on how things are happening and how things but to be all of your stress and world built up into that like you said, it just feeds the noise and feeds, yeah. feeds what's going we're, on. We're literally in a, in a world now where we're taking on everyone else's pressures, mm-hmm. stresses, and weights and absorbing them. Yep. Like social media breaks are so important. Turning off the TV is so important. Yep. And like you said, these things. So for me, how my body has transitioned, I'm going to be real for two and a half years. As I was going through this process, I did not exercise more than walking. Right. And my body has, and I hate talking about number and weight, but if somebody wants to know, and you can relate this to the weight or the size that you are at today, I went from a six to a two Mm -hmm. just by working on getting rid of these chemicals, getting rid of, you know, non-organic and, then shifting my sale away from alcohol. My body just naturally went to that phase. But what's been interesting in this last month, all of a sudden, I, it just, the thought came out of nowhere. Like all of a sudden I'm walking, but, and now I feel like dancing. I feel like some Mm -hmm. kind of like, whoo, jolt inside of me. And so I did reach out to our, we have a like-minded friend, John. And I was like, I'm ready to add on a class each day. So every day I'm on a zoom class. Right. a fitness routine. And so it's weird. My body has just naturally asked for the next piece of food. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, the yep. real food, the, yep. what makes me human. When I think of the word human being, it's like, I want to know what it feels like to just be right. You know? And so all these little things that we shared are tips, but yeah, no one should feel like, Oh gosh, I got to write down all these things they're saying. And I can do this in six months and it's just a walk. It's, it's a total walk and your lifestyle will naturally just shift as you pick something to start with. If, if the food piece is too strong for you, I can't 
too much. I, I'm busy. I work. Then we go to soccer. Then pick yeah. the meditation as some right. a place to start. Pick something that's free. And, you know, there's lots of starting points. But I think it's right. so cool that we got to talk today because here you are, a natural-born athlete. Here I am, a girl that right. was born with a muscle disorder, wearing these boots on her feet, being teased at school wasn't, you know, it's a long story, but I think it's so cool that we have evolved to the same place. Right. Yeah. And that I want people to know that they can too. We, who yep. we are, we can all do this. Right. Well, you know? I think that's because like one of the things I tell people when I'm, when I'm looking at like a nutrition standpoint and I'm like, okay, well, 80% of what everybody needs. And, and th this is my own, like, uh, this isn't a research founded thing. It's just me picking different things and going, I, this is what I believe 80% of what we need is all the same. Yeah. I as agree with as, you completely. And then yeah. the other 20%, well, there's, there's, there's background. There's where did you come from? Like from a hereditary standpoint, like how do, do you trace back to this part of the world or that part of the world? And so, yeah, the, the, the centuries of people in your history, in your family tree, eating these foods, your body's going to react different to it than somebody who ate different foods for years and years and years. Yeah. So that other 20% is that could be for you and your, your spouse, that could be 5% difference. You can mm -hmm. be 95% the same and 5% difference, but you're going to be 80% the same. Yeah. And so when you look at it and go, okay, well, if everybody's 80% the same, what is my 20% different that I have to do different than everybody else? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so is my 20% food? Is that where I need to focus? Is my 20% meditation? Is my 20% exercise? What's going to give me the biggest initial, like, oh, it's working. Oh, yeah. it's helping. And so if you get frustrated with one, like if you, like you said, if you, if you're like, okay, I'm going to go do the food. I'm going to do it. It's like, oh, I just, it's just not working. Don't give up. Just move to something else. Yes. Because like we talked about once, one thing starts happening, the rest of them are going to start being craved. Yeah. And I say, don't stop the one thing that you tried, even though you're not right. finding the success from it yet. Right. But that, so just keep trying that, but then shift and add something else. And maybe those two things working together is the science in you. Right. that makes it all unfold. I heard somebody say, so I don't know if this statement is to be true, but what I have found in my own disorder in life and mm -hmm. conquering things, someone said that 5% of our issues are hereditary, 95% right. of them is lifestyle. And oh, yeah. I believe that to the depths of my soul, even if that mm -hmm. statement isn't true, I believe that because I've heard story after story of people rebounding and recovering from yep. things that don't make sense using some of these practices. So, yep. yeah. Well, yeah, it, it's a hundred percent true because what you can do is, and, and even I, it's funny because I went into, um, this is pre COVID, but went in for just a annual checkup, which based on my health issues that are not really, when I say health issues for me, when I, when I'm talking about, it, it's like what my physical body has actually had an injury or, you know, it's not health from the standpoint of, of nutrition caused diseases. Yeah. Um, you know, and so I, I go in, I get a checkup and the nurse was like, you know, um, anybody in your family tree have high cholesterol? And I was like, yeah, my dad does. Um, and he doesn't eat well at all. He's been an alcoholic. He's got all these things. 
And, uh, and she was like, okay, um, well, we need to, you're getting a little old. We need to keep checking that because you may need to get on medication soon. And I was like, what? Like, yeah, <laughs> no. you're no, that's not going to happen. And she was like, no, it's hereditary. You don't have a choice. And I was like, hmm, interesting. Hmm. Uh, I so, don't have a choice. I don't like that. I, I was like, that's not actually how it works. Um, and because, and then the doctor came in and, he, and so I was just, and he's a friend of mine. And so I was like, Hey, she, she said something about my cholesterol. Can you look at the last blood work that you, that, you know, it was like a, I think it was like a eight months before. Um, and he looked at it and he went, no, nah, you, you've, you've actually got the best cholesterol probably of anybody in the entire practice. Oh, yours is like, uh, really? I was like, yeah. Um, you're like, I thought so. Right. And, <laughs> But I say that to say, like, one of the, it, it doesn't matter necessarily what your genes are because you can turn them on and off by what you eat. Yeah. And that's yeah. what you've experienced yes. is you experienced that I was, I was stressed and not necessarily eating properly. And so the genes were turned off for a good, healthy body. And you started adding weight and you start, and it, and it happens quick. It does happen quick. Fast. I couldn't believe it. And then what happens next? We just, just are so hard on ourselves. Yeah. So it's like, we've already added this issue. Now we're stressed. We're yep. lowering our self-belief, you know, yep. even further. Yep. So and yeah. somebody would have told you, you know, oh, it's, it's the stage of life. It's, you know, I'm sure you heard those things. It's like, oh, it's just, it's just, it just oh, happens. Yeah. You know, it's just, you hit that age and all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> you can't control it and all those things. And, it, and that's total bogus because, if you turn those genes on to do the wrong thing, you could turn them off and turn the ones on that do the right thing. Yes. Um, yes. And that's all based on how you eat because of what it does in the microbiome and how it, it <laughs> reacts with the good bacteria that's in there and, and all the hormones and everything. And I've talked about that before in other episodes and that's a whole nother conversation, but yeah, um, it's a big one, but you can easily <laughs> do that um, based on what you eat, based on what you tell yourself, based on, you know, and, and it's not the hocus pocus, what you tell yourself, like you said before, it's affirmations. It's, yeah, it's understanding where you want to go and telling yourself you can get there um, yeah. and believing it. And cause otherwise it's like, why, why are you here? Yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, I have a friend rich who went from 500 pounds to about 200. Now he looks sensational. Yeah. And these are the things that he practiced. And he said his big step one was just it, like, just visioning what he envisioned his life to feel like and look like at the end game. Right. And right. he just, and he started to adapt some of these things mm -hmm. and he too can validate. You should talk to him. He, that yeah. would be a cool person to bring on because yeah. he his body has chiseled down to who he was supposed to be. Yeah. So, but it's so much of it is the mind part yeah. that yeah. believing in yourself that it's possible. Right. You know? Well, and so. I like what you said in that the vision of what your life is like, because it's yeah. not the vision of what your body looks like. Thank you. you yes. Know? It's yes. It's do you have the energy to go to Disney world with the kids or the grandkids? Do you have the energy to go do the things that you want to do. You have the, yes. the energy to get the job that you want that you right now yeah. you think you can't, um, you know, in it's, it's more of the thinking of it as an envisioning the lifestyle that you want, yes. not, not the body that you want. 
Thank you. And especially like how would, what would that lifestyle feel like? Right. If I was my best me, my best Amy at the end of this, what would it feel like? And so that's, I'm so glad you said that. Don't vision the the Instagram model that you aspire, which by the way, is all BS too. Don't get me started (laughs) on those topics, but anyhow, what would it feel like to be the best you? Yeah. And then envision that human being and, 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 and layer on some of these things and the gradual, and we have to, someone else I was talking with, you know, we obsess over measurement assessments, weight, how long things took, how long I want in 30 days, I want to do this. And I Mm -hmm. want to lose this much. We're emphasizing so much on time. And the moment you can start to release that I have all the time in the world, Right. Because my process took two and a half years. If I was mm-hmm. sitting there going, okay, by summer, I've yep. got to lose 25, yep. you know, it's almost like you're telling the universe, this is something else that's kind of cool that someone taught me to try not to use the word lose. I don't oh, want to yeah. lose weight because what we lose, the universe says, I'm going to help you find it back. Right. <laughs> right. So envision how you want to, how do you want to feel? Let's emphasize on the feeling yep. when we're, when we're thinking. And then, you know, I believe in law of attraction and I've, right. I've had that experience in my life that the things, the ways, the people, the inspiration will mm-hmm. just keep coming to you. So if we can yep. shift our mind out of that negative view of ourselves yep. and envision how we feel, it'll, it, it will happen. I believe. Yep. That. Yep. Yeah. No, I do too. Um, and I think that is, uh, I, I, I want to respect your time. I think that's a great place to, to end um, yes. Yes. for people. Uh, and so uh, but before we cut off, um, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, um, yeah. follow up on some ideas, you, you, you know, you struck a tone with them and they're like, oh, I need to talk to her about helping me out. Um, how can they get a hold of you? What would you like them to, how to contact Well, you? what would you recommend? So I, I mean, either through Facebook is what I use a lot mm-hmm. to discuss, talk with people. So I don't right. know if there's a place where I could drop that somewhere or, yeah. or, or my phone number. I could certainly share that too. Just tell them how to get you on Facebook and then I'll link that um, in the show notes. So they've got Okay, it. let's do that. So I can yeah. send that to you. I'll send yeah. you my link. Okay, cool. perfect. Cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then, uh, you know, yeah, if, 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 if you think Amy's got something in, in communicating and it can help you get started, um, you know, please reach out because that's what my, that's what my whole idea is with this podcast. It's just helping people get started and get the confidence through just the little baby steps that we talked about. Um, yes. Because yeah. that confidence grows once it starts. Um, yes. And then you can do, you can do amazing things, not just for yourself, but for other people too. Yes. And same for me. So I I'd like to share your information. Well, actually they'd be able to find your information yeah. as I yeah. shared it. So perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So thank you well, so much. Amy. You. Yes. Nice to talk to you. Thanks for checking out the All in Health and Wellness Confidence Through Health podcast. Our goal is to use health as a conduit to help you reach your goals in life.